Hey there, fellow pragmatists. Thank you for tuning in to Let's Face It, your weekly dose of life-changing insights that will drastically transform your life and personal growth. I'm your host, Larry Agbidi, and this is where we face the truth together. Welcome back once again to the show. Today, we are going to talk about budgeting. And this is a topic that a lot of people don't want to talk about because they feel that budgeting is for broke people. On the contrary, budgeting is that thing that would help you not to go broke. You see, a lot of people feel that budgeting is restrictive, like you are restricting yourself. It cramps your style. You know, that's what people say. Oh, it cramps my style. It's too restrictive. But that is not the case because budgeting itself could be the very thing you need to liberate yourself from financial woes. You see, budgeting is like when you are going on a journey, your journey toward prosperity. Like any other journey, you need a roadmap for this journey. And that is the essence or the job of your budget. It is like the roadmap for your journey. So budget goes far more than just a list of numbers. But it's like a compass that is guiding you to the right direction in your quest for financial success. Now, imagine if you can see budgeting not as a constraint. And that is one thing I want us to do. Let's have a mindset shift. Okay, look away from the fact that you see budgeting as something that is restrictive, that is constraining you, that is cramping your style. It is not. It is not something that is cramping your style. See it from another view, which is a powerful tool to gain control because you have to be able to control the money you have. If you can't control the money you have, it will be difficult for you to have more than that. You will just see that. I don't know. Maybe you've experienced that all the time. You are almost like broke all the time, no matter what. Even if you earned bonus at your place of work or you did something extra and you earn money, you, you are still going back to being like that same level of brokenness. Why? The reason is you can't control your money because if you can't control your money, if you can't undo what you have or what you are earning at this time, there's no way you are going to get more. So budgeting is a way of keeping you in charge of your expenses. You know, this is part of the personal finance series that I want to talk about on this show. The way you think about money determines your financial future. So you have to shift your mindset from scarcity to abundance and see how budgeting plays a pivotal role. In this shift don't see it as something that is constraining you and you'd see why that is important because budgeting is like a blueprint for wealth consider it as a blueprint for your wealth creation it's not just tracking your expenses like how much i spent or what are my expenses or what are my revenue see it as a blueprint for your wealth creation you have a goal of what you want to achieve in your life how are you going to achieve this it is through budgeting If you are close to people that are rich, they will tell you that they commit to attaining wealth. It is a commitment. I don't know, maybe you see some people that earns even more than you. But at the the end of the day, they might still even ask you for some change, you know. And they earn way more than you. You feel that if you can earn as much as these people, then you are fine forever. But these people still still have problems with their finances. Why do you think that's the case? 
It's because they don't know how to control their spending. They don't know how to manage their finances. They are not committed to building long-term wealth. Rich people, they are committed to building long-term wealth. So if you want to do that, you have to control how you spend your money right now. It's not about restricting your choices. Like, oh, I want to go to the shopping mall, all right? or I want to go to the supermarket and buy whatever my heart desire. Well, I don't know how rich you are, but everyone needs to control what they spend. You can't just act on your every whim, every impulse purchase. You see this thing, is fine, you buy it. You see this thing, you find you buy it. At the end of the day, you get home and you see that I don't even have a need for this. You might not be regretting. Maybe at the end of the week, when Sapana holds your neck like this and you are unable to breathe, you'll now be like, ah, oh, had I known. If I, if I hadn't bought that useless something, I would have had money to eat now. So it's a problem. And that is why we must be very careful. So consciously decide where your money goes. It is a way of you to allocate your money wisely. Where is my money going to? You are taking control of your financial future because it is about freedom from impulsive spending. You don't just spend any hour. It's freedom from debt. You know, you have taken credit everywhere. All right. You have debt. Look at the disgrace. Some people, you see them, they have good jobs. And all of a sudden, you just see a notification pop on your phone and they say, oh, this person has run away. <laughs> this person has run away with company money. You know, the way all this pampy guys does, you know. He has run away with company money. And in your head, you are like, why Why did this person even get so low to get into these people in the first place? So that's a problem. So it is freedom from debt and ultimately freedom to pursue your dreams without financial constraints. Because if you were able to control your spending now, you can be able to achieve your dream without constraints. Because you have allocated money to those dreams, even if it's in bits all right you're doing it in bits but you've allocated money to that course now let's talk about the compound effect of your financial actions you see budgeting is a daily consistent action that compounds over time so what we are saying is not that when you start budgeting your finances now you are going to become elon musk overnight that is not the point but the point is this thing is adding up and at the end of the day you see that you are better off Small intentional choices add up, and that leads to significant breakthroughs. Someone said, it's not enough to be in the right place at the right time. You have to be the right person in the right place at the right time. And that is what budgeting does. It transforms you into that right person, positioning you for financial success because you have put your mind on what you want to do. You are the right person. So when that opportunity comes up like this, because you have already prepared for that opportunity, you grab that opportunity. And it's like a miracle. People would call you lucky. People would call you, oh, it's just fortunate and all that. But it is because you are prepared for that opportunity. Let's talk about how we can actually budget our finances. It's either you control your money or your money will control you. Someone has to be in control. And it is better for you to be the person in control because the habit of managing money is more important than the amount you are managing because that is the excuse a lot of people go like I, I don't even have enough money that i want to budget how much is my salary that i want to budget but what you don't know and this is what i want you to put in mind at all times because i am going to help you give you a sample budget which you can edit as it fits your situation but one thing most people forget is that they say ah i don't even how much how much am i even collecting even even if it is ten thousand naira you are collecting, budget it. 
and live within your means. Don't forget, no matter how low you think your salary is, someone is collecting half of that salary and is living fine. Okay, maybe not fine, but he is managing to go through life somehow. So that means you are not going to die if you actually spend that low. Then you can budget the rest. Let me give you an idea of what you can do, how you can plan your budgeting. You see, when a lot of people, I don't know if you've read books or you've listened to podcasts or you've listened to financial people, they are advising you on how to be rich and all that. And they will tell you that if you want to be rich, right, you have to budget. And when, when talking about the concept of budgeting, they'll tell you, oh, allocate so-so-so amount for your future, allocate this for your bills, allocate this for that, allocate this for that. But one thing they don't tell you is that it's not just about allocating some certain amount of money to your future and investment and all that. What about your enjoyment? All right, now you must not forget that. No matter how much you are earning, put aside a certain percentage for your own enjoyment, for your own flexing. Because especially as Nigerians, we love to flex, right? Because you work, you, you work hard. You should be able to grind according to your capacity. All right, don't grind above your capacity. And that is the essence of budgeting. Now, this is what I propose you do. The first thing is when you are budgeting your finances, make sure 10% is going into your financial freedom account. What is a financial freedom account? I am going to use a certain amount of money. All right. Let me use a certain amount of money that would be easy for all of us to understand. Let's assume that your salary is a hundred thousand naira. That is what you are earning every month. So what I'm saying here is take out 10,000 naira out of that a hundred thousand and put it into your financial freedom account. What is the function of your financial freedom account? What you want to do with that is the money in that account. And this is something you could do. You could legit go to the bank and open like five or six accounts. All right. You know that the money you have the app on your phone and you know that the money on each of these accounts is for each is for this purpose is for specific purpose. So you have that in your mind. So you know exactly what you are doing. 10% is your financial freedom account. This is where you put 10,000 Naira every month. Now, for your financial freedom, it has to be something like investment, right? You want to invest. What do you want to invest on? You want to invest in landed properties. You want to invest in real estate, which is a part of um, landed properties, a part of real estate, right? You want to invest in cryptocurrencies. You want to invest in stocks and stuff like that. That's 10%. 10,000 Naira every month is going into that account. So don't say eh, that amount is too much. Even, even if you're earning 10,000 Naira, put 1,000 Naira in that freedom, in that financial freedom account. All right. It will grow up because this is, this is a long term, right? It is long term. It gets to a point you now take out of this money and you use it to maybe pay deposit for a land. And once you've been able to pay up for your land, you take, it is still part of this money you take to maybe you want to build house on it or you want to build shops for commercial purposes that could be giving you more money or you want to put it maybe uh, at a time you see that it is good for you this is not a financial advice maybe you want to buy cryptocurrencies at a time that you see that it is good after making your research on the on the project you want to invest in or stocks talk to your financial advisor on what to do on that invest this money if it's every month if it's if what you are earning could make you invest every month that's fine that, that what i'm saying is if you are earning like a million naira every month that means you have hundred thousand naira for your financial freedom account 
that means you can be paying on a land 100k every month you you know you are paying immediately but if it's 10,000 naira, no one is going to collect a 10,000 naira deposit from you so you have to save for up to a year 120k then you can deposit and if it looks like a long time to you that is not a long time just keep doing it all right it's for your financial future okay five percent into your play account that is another account you must have this is play account so when you collect your money before you spend a dime out of that money when you collect your salary don't go don't go to the market when you are coming back from work on the day you collect your salary okay come back home first do your budget or if you have done your budget before collecting your salary then work with that budget but the first thing is there must be a budget put five percent for your play account so what i'm saying is if if you are earning a hundred thousand naira that means according to your earning you have about 5,000 Naira for your play account. Maybe that could take you to eat a bowl of pepper soup and two bottles of beer or whatever you want to do with 5K. All right. That is your play account. Now, if you are earning a million Naira, that is 50K. If you are earning, let's say 200,000 Naira, that is 10K. That is what you can afford for play. You know, now you, you may adjust it to like 10% if you are someone who loves 5G, right? You love the enjoyment, you love flexing. You, you may adjust it to 10%, but usually don't let it pass 10% so that it won't affect some other important parts of your life. Another one is 10% into your long-term savings for spending. That, that's another thing because you have to enjoy your life. You can't be working and everything is for the future. For the future, okay. Now, what about enjoyment? Some people have never gone on vacation, like a vacation out of the country. All right, including me. Okay, so, there are lots of people like me that have never gone out for vacation. But you are working. You are earning. You know, maybe not too much, but I mean, you, you are fine. You are having a decent amount of money in your account. What you want to do is ten percent. Let's ten percent go into your long term savings for spending. So you, as you are putting in 10%, that is 10K every month. So 10K every month is going into a separate account. At the end of the year is 120K. Will 120K take you on a, maybe you and your wife or just you if you're not married. Will it take you on a vacation to an exotic place, maybe in your country or a country close to you? For instance, if you're in Nigeria, can it take you on maybe a one week holiday to Kotonou or Togo? If it's possible, right? If it's not possible, save more, right? It's long term just to enjoy yourself vacation. Now, let another 10% be in your give account because givers, they say, never lack. You see, these are universal laws and they are very effective. Let 10% of your earnings go into your give account. You could put 5% there. It depends. You could adjust it according to your needs. But make sure that you have some certain amount of money that if someone calls you all of a sudden, oh, I need urgent 2K for something very important. Maybe the person is sick, right? And does not have money to pay for medication. Oh, take 2K, take 5K. Okay. You can do that. So let's have 10% in your give account so that when people call upon you, you could be you could be able to at least do something for them. That is very important as well. And let 5% be for your emergency, right? 5% for your emergency account. So when 5% is for your emergency account, that is stored in another account separately. So in case, you know, there might be a medical, medical emergency and it does not happen every month. So you keep saving this money every month. All right. 5,000 out of your 100,000 is going there every month, every month. So in case there is a sudden medical emergency, you, you pick out from that money. So it, do, it doesn't have to go into your savings. All right. You pick out from that money and you have to be, you remember this, this 
requires commitment. You have to be committed to what you are doing. You have to be committed to what you are doing. So it won't be like, eh, today now you feel like, oh, me, I want to eat pepper soup. I cannot come and keep myself. You go and take from your emergency funds. It doesn't work that way. You are still going to go broke. So if you want to maintain your lifestyle in a way that even if you are not like enjoying all the life, you are not lavishing, you know, enjoying life as your other mates are doing, but you know that you have a plan, you have a goal for the future. Another thing is 10% should go for your rent. 10% of your salary should go for your rent or more okay i don't know how much your rent is but if your rent is you could you could take up to 20 percent depending and you adjust the other parts okay but what this is saying is that if you are earning a hundred thousand naira in a month then <laughs> your rent you should look for rent in a place where you are not paying more than maximum of 240k in a year apart from that if you're not doing that you are gonna go broke so if you say, oh, I want to live where my friends are living, I can't live in the bush. I can't live uh, somewhere far. You, you have to do something. You have to put that money aside so that landlord will not be dragging you at the end of the year. You won't be taking loan to pay out rent. There is no way you'll be balanced if you're doing that. So if it is possible for you to do, all right, take 10% out for rent every month so that you don't take loan to pay your rent so that at the end of the year, in fact, your landlord will not even call you. As soon as the money is complete like this, you just send it to your landlord. He's happy that, okay, this is a good guy. Do that, 10% for your rent. Now, we have about 60% remaining. If my calculations were correct, 50% remaining. So this 50% will now go for your necessities. What are your necessities? Every month, your utilities, that is, you want to pay for NEPA bill, electricity, that is, you want to pay for water, you want to pay for gas, you want to pay for internet, that would come out of your 50%. Your food, you want to buy groceries, food, provision at home, it comes out of this 50%. And your transportation, it comes out of this 50%. So you have to adjust your lifestyle to make sure that as you are working, you are also in charge of your earnings. And that way, you could be able to control your financial future. Let me give you a breakdown of how you can manage your money or how you can budget your spending every month. Okay. Remember, this could be adjusted accordingly to your needs because this, this is not once this is, it is not one size fits all. Adjust it accordingly. That's the most important thing. 10% into financial freedom account. 5% into play account, 10% into your long-term savings for spending account, 10% into your give account, 5% for emergency, 10% for rent, and 50% for necessities. Once you do this, you can start your journey to financial freedom. In conclusion, remember that budgeting isn't just about money. It's about mindset and intentional choices. So embrace it as a powerful tool on your journey to financial freedom. Someone said the number one reason most people don't get what they want is they don't know what they want. If you don't know it, how are you going to get it? So let budgeting be your compass that is going to direct you, guide you towards your financial goals. As we wrap up another eye-opening episode of Let's Face It, remember that real growth requires facing the truth. And that's exactly what we do here on the show. So if you've been inspired to take action and elevate your life, 
consider hitting the notification bell so that you won't miss future episodes. And please share this episode and other episodes on your social media, on WhatsApp, etc. Until next week, this is Larry Agbedei and peace out.